to say that we don't want to wait <laughs> when we're watching The Handmaid's Tale. Oh, wow. Because yeah, were- it's very easy to wait. <laughs> it's, a, it's a very, it's, it's a very dark season, series. I, uh, I mean, I, I like how we're kind of slowly getting into it because I feel it, there's like, it's just... <laughs> I don't know. It's. I know. I kind of want to tell you that I want to watch more episodes than two at a time because uh-huh. I want to be done with it. <laughs> <laughs> but then again, two is all I can handle. I, I think while we're still doing Angel, we might just be doing two a week. <laughs> but uh, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the, the, if we get an off week from Angel, maybe we'll pack a couple more in. Um, but uh, yeah, this uh, this week uh, we'll be. Uh, Talking about late and uh, nullity to bastardes coverunderum. Bitches. <laughs> Bitches. <laughs> yeah, we'll be talking about that. But uh, yeah, I, 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 I'm Robin. Uh, blessed be the fruit. Uh, my name is Stephanie. <laughs> and uh, apparently we, 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 we want to take our time. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, let's get into late. Um, I have my notes kind of split up into three sections: flashbacks, present, and just offline. Which which do you want okay. to talk about first? Uh, I don't care anything. Well, the first of my notes is flash the flashbacks. So okay. Um, <clears throat> all right, so basically we we are seeing the the rise of Gilead here, um, and uh, you know. Taking it from the point of view of of June, who is uh, I don't know. It's so strange how like I mean, it's not strange. It, it's strange to me at first. I'm like, why why is June so surprised about some of the stuff that's happening? Um, but they do kind of reinforce that this this kind of happens like quick. It all mm-hmm. happens very quick, um, which makes me think about like. You know how many people would have to organize like a, basically a, a revolution to take over the country, but um, I mean they they of course use fear they they slaughter they slaughter Congress they blame terrorists for it they then suspend the Constitution and uh, and they say oh it's just going to be temporary <laughs> mm-hmm. they're like a they're they're under some sort of like martial law because because of the terrorists which uh, which sounds like a uh, very believable stuff, which is why this kind of all gets to me a bit because I I see some of the stuff and I'm like, oh, this is this is like if we push some things a, a little bit too far, um, we could end up here because you know fear is used as a tactic in our yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, you know, when you study Western Civ and you find out how the Nazis came to power and how fascism happened, yeah, when when the 
you know, when the economy's bad and democracy is weak, it's easy to just hand it over mm-hmm. to say, we don't want to deal with this right now. Uh, you help us fix this or whatever. Yep. So, uh, so this is, this is where June and uh, Moira are running and they go in the coffee shop and yeah. their cards are declined. Like at first, like and, we get like we get like a hint of it because they just go jog. They're just jogging. It's like a normal day, you know, like mm-hmm. you'd see the anger and they go by this woman who just gives them the most dirtiest look. You know, didn't she call her a slut or something? Uh, no. Uh, then we go to the coffee shop, and the the cashier, the snobby cashier guy, calls them sluts. Oh, that's right. Okay. And it's also this whole thing is like this. It, 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 I love like the paranoid thriller aspect of this because you know they they ask like where's where's the regular girl that's always there, and he's just like it's like it's like she never even existed. He's like I have no idea. You know. Mm-hmm. So something must have happened to that girl. And the fact that, you know, the card gets declined and, you know, the usual thing, like, no, 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 this, this card works, you know, I don't understand why. And he just like tells him to get out. And like, like this man has this mindset that horrible, horrible behavior is completely acceptable because he knows that the people in charge who are taking charge uh, believe the same way as he does. And he's free to act as horribly as possible. Which again, hmm. <laughs> hmm. Uh, so seems so familiar. <laughs> yes. So yeah, the, the the next bit of flashback is uh, as at her work where like soldiers with guns like come to her work, which is freaking scary as hell. And then all of a sudden, like just all the women just are fired. They're just like let go. And yeah. Everybody was the bosses. The boss is like, I'm sorry, ladies. I'm sorry. I couldn't. There's nothing I can do. It's out of my hands. Mm-hmm. And they're let go. We're fired. No, you're not fired. You're just let go. Yeah. What, what does that mean? <laughs> What's the difference? And then uh, so she goes home and she finds out that her her checking account, her bank accounts have been frozen. Mm-hmm. Women can't like every- hold money or property anymore. Yeah. Just like that. And Moira's, I love how Moira points out that this is all done in one day because, you know, people, women would be living, leaving the country, like, in a panic. Because, yeah. like, all of a sudden, they're just nobodies. They're, they're, their entire identity is just taken away from them. And I like this, this scene with uh, Luke mm-hmm. because Moira is so mad. She's so pissed. And she wants to take it out on him. And he knows... That this is why Luke is like such a wonderful guy because he understands why Moore is so mad and he lets her take it out on him. Mm-hmm. And then and then he's like, "You need uh, you'll be walking to the train." <laughs> and <she's> like, yeah. <laughs> yes, but I also like how Luke is. He this is not. A, I mean, this is is shitty, but it hasn't like really affected him, and it's not quite hit him yet because he's just like he's just thinking, you know. Congress is slaughtered. Uh, terrorists are blamed. You know, everything is temporary. He's still in the mode of thought that this is just all going to blow up over eventually. Um, and and then he makes a wrong mistake of saying that he's going to take care of his wife, and that's what he's here mm-hmm. for. It's like no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and he kind of makes it like a funny game out of it. But Moira is not taking any shit. I, I love I love this actress by the way that plays Moira. I forget what her name is. Samira Sam- Wiley. He did this already. Yes. Way. Damn it. <laughs> yeah. 
Oh, uh, something we kind of uh, uh, skipped over. Um, I love how scary it is because we know what's coming. Um, when June is escorted out of the building, he walks through she, – she walks through a door that a soldier is ho- holding open and she says, uh, you know, thank you. And he says, under his eye. And she says, excuse me? Like, what? <laughs> what the hell is that? Yeah, because we see – We've seen how later she has to react to that. As she has to, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. What is it that she says when he says, "May the Lord open." May the Lord whatever. open Ugh. your legs. Uh, <laughs> your that's womb, pretty but... much what I think of. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the last part of the flashback for this episode is the protest, and oh, man, again, when I was watching this originally, I, you know, we had protests going on left and right. Uh, and we, you know, we still do. Um, but I, uh, so just thinking of how, like, the, know, the military turns on the public, mm-hmm. you know, that happens in, you know, China. That doesn't, or that doesn't happen in the United States. Right. It doesn't happen in democracies. It happens under authoritarian dictatorships. That's where we're at. <laughs> yeah. I was glad, though, to see because, uh, you know, throughout this uh, th- this second watch, I'm really looking in the flashbacks to see, like, the men. Because I'm thinking to myself, does this show, like, make you think that all men would just kind of, like, well, this is how it is. So I guess I'll just go along with having a handmaid or serving a commander or whatever. Uh, just go along with it. But I, I was glad to see in this protest that there are guys there too, like shaking their fists and yelling and stuff. Um, I do like that. They- oh, I mean, I, I think that we see something about that later when, uh, oh, heck, what's the driver's name? Nick. Nick. When he's so remorseful, he's so upset. He's like, I should have did this. I should have mm-hmm. done that. And I think that that's just all the, I mean, like, I don't blame all the men in this society for allowing this to happen. I just, I just think that, like you said, they thought it was going to revert back to normal. Right. And then, then later on, they have regrets of I should have, I should have acted differently. And that's the people that, that's the men that went along with it. I'm sure a lot of these men that would be in the protest crowd would be just gunned down anyway. Yeah. Well, like Luke was killed. Yeah. So, I like there's this uh, this slowed down version of Blondie's Heart of Glass. Uh, during this, as the just, it's so. It really, this is a frightening scene of just like how this turns, and you can watch Elizabeth Moss like in the slow motion, like looking around and realizing, oh my god, this is going to start. Ha- it's going to start happening, and then they start shooting and like throwing grenades, and how terrifying it is them hiding in that same coffee shop, um, mm. where and, and people are just getting killed outside. I thought that was really, really effective. Yeah. Scary stuff. All right. So that's the flashbacks. Uh, the presents for this episode. Uh, Offred is suddenly uh, being treated very nicely. Uh, she's got uh, her stewed apples with cinnamon. <laughs> she gets flowers. Uh-huh. It's because she yeah. hasn't asked for her napkins yet. Mm. So it's like everybody in the house knows before her. Yep. That she might be pregnant mm-hmm. And they're so, you know, wishful thinking And then, you know, in the last episode Janine tells her how Oh, they're so nice to me I can get away with murder I had a baby I can do whatever I want mm-hmm. I, I get ice cream Do you want some ice cream? Oh, that, 
wasn't that in this episode? Oh, was it? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's actually what so, happens. They, Serena brings. This is really weird because it's not a normal thing, but Serena is, brings her to see the baby to hold the baby. Yeah, to, it's almost like well, if if you hold this baby, then maybe this pregnancy pregnancy will happen yeah. and it'll be fine. You'll catch it. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's here we find out that uh, Janine like uh, was weaning, or sorry, was uh, they're they're hoping to wean the baby from Janine because she bit uh, Mrs. Putnam. Um, yeah, and, because uh, she's always grabbing the baby. She's always, you know, taking the baby away. And, and uh, <laughs> they're calling it the baby Angela. She's calling the baby Charlotte. And yeah, she says she can do what she wants now. And she's convinced that the commander is in love with her and is going to take. Oh, uh, they're going to run away to get. Yeah, Janine is just like mentally. <laughs> On the bubble. Uh-huh. Yeah. She's, yeah, she's so broken. Imagine, just imagine, like, losing your eye and, ugh. Oh, and, and she had her finger cut off. She did? I can't remember. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. See, this is where the binge watching would come in handy because uh, it would all mold into one. I would have, like, oh, yeah, four episodes ago? Just watch that. Uh, <laughs> um, so, Alfred confides in Serena. Uh, that Janine might be losing touch And Serena actually slips She's like oh what what we do is terrible uh, Terribly hard And <laughs> we must remain strong <laughs> like, Excuse me Serena uh, A little bit of a slip there um, Nick warns Offered not to be strong or brave Everybody breaks and it turns out that The, the eyes are there to talk to um, Talk to her about Offglen And Aunt Lydia brought her cattle prod and uh, off Glenn, the dr- the gender traitor. Yeah, and it's like, oh, uh, June shouldn't have said anything. She should have just said, oh, we talk about shopping. We talk about because yeah. she kept saying, what do you talk about? We talk about shopping. Mm-hmm. What else do you talk about? Did, did you know she was a gender traitor? Yeah, I knew she had a wife. Yeah, I think she says gay, and that's when she gets tased. Mm-hmm. We don't use those words she anymore. She was a disgusting beast. And uh, then we get a little bit of a, a Bible rap battle here. <laughs> because oh, she says, yeah. blessed are the meek. And then Offred says, do you remember? <laughs> uh, well, I know that it's the, uh, the meek shall inherit the earth. There's a cat what outside my door meowing. Um, uh, she says, blessed are those who have been persecuted for the sake of righteousness, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. And then she gets smashed mm. across the face. Yeah, like, your theology is wrong. I'm completing the the scripture. Right. And I'm right. Right. Yeah. It was her the rebellion. Ca- the cat has made it through the door. Is she hungry? It's a he. No, he's just annoying. Um. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, Serena then takes charge and says, no, no, she's pregnant. Get the hell out of my house. Yeah. And then he, the guy, the I guy is, has, he changes his attitude. Oh, well, congratulations on your blessed event. Yeah. You know, you were just so, you were so cruel and mean. And now. Mm -hmm. (sighs) Well, he's so like plain spoken about it. And Aunt Lydia is the one that's like cruel. She gets really upset at uh, Offred. Yeah. Nick brings her ice, says he wishes he drove away with her. They get very oh, close. Yeah. And, uh, and then he leaves. 
And then later she gets her period. And what does she get for having her period? Just dragged to her rooms and screams and Serena screams in her face. What do you think about uh, <laughs> uh, that nice blonde lady from Chuck just like being so absolutely wretched? <laughs> I mean, I'm sure that we will, she'll be sympathetic, mm-hmm. you know, in the long run that we will get her story and see where she's coming from and real and realize that she's doing the best she can in her predicament. Yeah, it's like as soon as she finds out she's not pregnant, then she starts being just as cruel to her as she was before. And it makes it that much worse mm-hmm. that she was nice and then now she's not. And like what is she ma- is she mad at her lying and not telling about uh Offlin <laughs> being uh, a gender traitor. I mean, is that why she's being cruel to her? Or is no. she being cruel to her because her husband had sex with her and it came to nothing? Or she's disappointed Probably. that there's no baby? Or yeah, like, too, yeah. there's so many things that she could be mad about. Right. I, I just think she was disappointed. She wants to get this over with. She just wants that baby. So, um, you know, it didn't work and and it it sucks because it's like, I mean, obviously you should not treat another human being like that, but, uh, also she like Afra never said, Hey, guess what guys? I missed my period. So you know what that means? Give me the ice cream. Yeah. (laughs) Um, but, uh, yeah, Serena. Yeah. It's like, I never promised anything. Uh, I never, I'm. Yeah, I'm here against my will. I'm not here promising you babies. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so she gets locked in a room. We'll pick that up in the next episode. Um, so the last part is Off Glen. We find out what happened to Off Glen, whose actual real name is Emily. We find out at the end because mm-hmm. so we should. I should probably make a note to call her Emily from now on because there's already another Off Glen. <laughs> yeah. So this so- is. Uh, was, Emily Offlin. So Offlin was having an affair with a Martha. So was this the Martha in her house? Uh, did they say that? Because I totally missed that. Is that the is is that the Martha that they ended up hanging? Wow, yeah. That, that makes oh my god! Like I did not even catch the fact that that like she knew her. I thought she was just sympathetic to her because she's like you know a fellow. <laughs> "Quote unquote gender traitor, but, gender traitor, but also just a fellow human being who's in this horrible predicament, you know. Uh, but yeah, that makes it even more impactful that that actually was someone that she uh, um, was, uh, you know, in a relationship with. But uh, yeah, oh yeah, it says here in the wiki she, the woman she's in a relationship with. Okay, <laughs> can't believe and, I missed that. Sorry, guys. <laughs> and I guess that that Martha couldn't have babies. So she was useless. So they hung her and uh, she got the common mercy of the state. Okay, that's what they called it. Which I was like, "What the heck was that?" Because I, I forgot where this leads to. <clears throat> oh, but uh, mm-hmm. okay. Well, first thing I wanted to point out is that face mask. That's so horrible. Hannibal Lecter. Yeah, kind of like that, but also just like you have no voice here. Like they get bring she gets brought to court and that's and, and before that she has she tries to like sexually bribe a guard um, 
because she has no voice. She just has like her eyes and her hands and it doesn't work. Um, and then she, at court, she just doesn't get to defend herself or anything. She has no voice. She's, this is, she's, uh, she's screwed. So, <laughs> I don't know. um, oh yeah, yeah. So here it is. Um, uh, she can bear children. So she's sentenced to redemption. So she listens to redemption cast. Um, <laughs> so she gets female genital mutilation. Yeah. They, female circumcision. They don't specifically say what it is, but the whole thing where Lydia says things will be easier. You won't want what you can't have, which is just horrifying. <laughs> I mean, it is. And that goes on today with mothers and grandmothers uh, pushing for daughters to have that done in in some societies, mm-hmm. which that just blows my mind. I mean, like I can understand. I mean, it's it's sick enough for a father, a husband or men in a society to want all the women have female uh, whatever and but when other females are pushing it and encouraging it too, it just is so sick. This scene was probably one of the more horrifying moments. Watch you, there's so much yes. horror. The whole thing where they're in the van, they're they're crying, they're looking at each other, holding each other's hands, and then all of a sudden you just see the van backing up, and then the girl gets yanked out put up on the rope and then like just immediately hung and they just immediately just start driving away and you just see it happening in the background. So scary. Mm -hmm. So scary. Oh, but, and then the, her waking up in that bandage there, it's just like, no, no. So yeah, I gotta say, I'm, I'm, uh, part of me watches this show and is like, I'm like, I don't know. I, the The horror of everything is just so like uh, awful, but also like like oh my god! Just I, I don't know. But I, I'm also I'm just sitting there going I'm I'm ready for revenge. Like I can't, oh, this is going to make revenge so yeah. worth it. Every well, horrible I mean, thing. I that, just wonder how how much I just don't understand how she's going to get revenge. How she will get her daughter back? How she? How will one person overthrow this regime? Mm-hmm. Well, I just don't know. As a person who's watched two seasons of it, like you just have to enjoy the the smaller moments because obviously, if they overthrow the regime, you know, and uh, then you have no show. You have no show. Yeah, the the, the show is over. You know, which I so do hope it gets a good this- ending. You know. So it's all about the small victories. Mm-hmm. I honestly okay. think, you know, and no spoilers, but I honestly think uh, the third season. I I really hope they bring it to an end because it seems uh-huh. like it, you'll you'll see when we get to the end of season two that it you know it it makes sense for um, it's just to have one more season to finish it uh-huh. anyway. Well, uh, shall we talk about what's the name of the episode stuff? I have no idea. Something about don't let the the no let grind you down. <laughs> to best out is carborundum. All right, so I have uh, flashbacks and then the rest. Okay, so flashbacks first. Okay, so we have uh, Moira and June. Moira is very resilient, while June is kind of like resigned. Like we just have to keep our heads down, you know. 
But meanwhile, Moira is carving Aunt Lydia sucks in the bathroom door. <laughs> so, okay. Uh, back in the first episode where they go to beat the snot out of that man yeah. that Aunt Lydia encourages them to kill. Yeah. And Moira has disappeared. Mm-hmm. So that's when this flashback happened. What, what, do you, what do you mean, Moira? When, what? Rephrase that. <laughs> I'm not sure, sure what you're saying. Okay, when, okay, remember when we get the, get there and all the handmaids are lined up mm-hmm. in that formation. And isn't that when they realize that Mora is missing? Right. Oh, that is weird. I had to think about that because that doesn't make any sense. Because June would already know she's gone. Hmm. Interesting. <laughs> I have to think about or that. Did, or did they find Mora? Does Mora come back? They, they found her. Hmm. Um, and it happens even later, uh, because I had to re-listen to the scene where, uh, what's her name? The, the wife, Serena, Serena comes down and talks to the commander about somebody had escaped to Canada Yeah, and Serena had her own idea how they needed to deal with the situation. So I was like, are they talking about Moira? But no, that happened in the past. Right. But it kind of it kind of mirrored that situation. Yeah. All right. I'm, boy, that really makes me want, wonder. <laughs> is, that a, is that a continuity error or is that, uh, is that something I'm just forgetting? Um, that is interesting. Um, anyway, so we go to ceremony practice. Everybody has no, was learning about the ceremony. It's a sacred oh. ritual, girls. Yeah, and and everybody has their personalities here. Mm-hmm. You know, the girl's got her fingers in her mouth. Um, Janine doesn't really understand what's going on. And <laughs> We're <Moira's> flowers. To... <laughs> <sighs> and, uh, yeah, Moira's disgusting. Moira yeah, is trying to get Janine to stay in line. Mm-hmm. So um, they... And it's like downing on the, on the handmaids that... Oh, what? This is what the ceremony is? We're going to have sex with them? Yeah, because before that, uh, Moira is talking about how they're going to shove a turkey baster up them. She was thinking that yeah. they were going to be artificially inseminated. Um, so, yeah, so yeah uh, Aunt Lydia justifies this. And I, I, I'm sorry, I got go to go to the expert or more of an expert than me by referring to the story of Jacob, Rachel, and the maid, Billa. Do you know what that's all about? Uh... <laughs> Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, but it seemed like it, maybe, maybe Jacob had to have sex with the maid in order to give Rachel a baby. I'm, I'm a, that's what I'm getting from it, but maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. Um, so anyway, uh, afterwards, uh, Moira and June, uh, corner Aunt Elizabeth and, you know, tie her up and then escape the Red Center wearing um, Elizabeth's clothes and they get lost in the city. They're like, where are we? They've taken all the street signs down. They find soldiers everywhere. They find hanging bodies. They find books and yeah, art and, being thrown on the fires. Yeah, and they're horrified by it. And mm-hmm. then we see in the present, they see these hanging bodies and they're just used to it. They're just numb to it. Yep, yep. And they have to take the train to Boston. They're trying to find a train to Boston. Um, and uh, they go down to the subway and Moira playing the 
aunt goes to ask a soldier, but then another soldier corners June, and mm-hmm. and she knows she doesn't have her papers, so she knows that Moira has to go, and she and she, she just like with her face just tells her it's okay to go, yeah, leave me here, it's fine. Yeah, yeah, sad. Because one getting away is better than going through that, and right. neither one of them getting away. So June gets tortured for this. The bottoms of her feet get beat. And Lydia accuses her of ingratitude, which... (laughs) And down, I love to hate you so much. (laughs) I know. (laughs) And then while she's in recovery, the rest of the handmaids, like, give her bits of fruit that they've saved. Oh, poor Alfred. All right, so, meanwhile, Alfred, in the present time, has spent 13 days in her room... And she keeps having these thoughts about a night at a carnival with Luke and Hannah. And she just has to stop herself because she knows she's going to lose it if she keeps thinking about that. Um, And then she finds that saying while laying in the closet. And it was the last Offred that was in there. Mm, And so she wonders, you know, what happened to her? Where where is she now? Mm -hmm. What was she thinking? She's like speaking to me from the past. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that Fred and Serena um, um, scene, I actually reminded too because I was like, oh, oh, I love hearing information about this country, you know? Mm-hmm. And so the uh, apparently the UN is still working. Like it's, a, it's as if the rest of the world is still going on, but they're trying to deal with this new Gilead that's sprouted up inside the United States. Um, and they, the UN has actually Im- uh, put an embargo on them. And. Um, uh, and the, there's a PR problem because uh, an escaped aunt is, is talking to a Canadian newspaper, and yeah, yeah, Ser- Serena was like, "This we have to discredit her." Mm-hmm. And Fred's like, "Oh no, don't worry about it. I have good men working on it," which just means you, we don't need any advice from the women from folk. a woman. Yeah, yeah. So Alfred's desperate to get out of her room. She pretends to faint to raise alarm with Rita, who ends up telling Serena to call a doctor. And um, Alfred just wants to get out of that room. Yeah. And she wants, to, and she's so looking forward to going for a walk. And Serena crushes this by telling her she's going to drive. But the way they filmed the, the slow walk out of the house and the rain hitting her face and how the rain's slowly hitting that umbrella, I thought that was really well done. Mm-hmm. So we go to the doctor's office and we see a wall of photos of rich looking commanders and wives holding babies. <laughs> no handmade pictures at all. And uh, we meet the creepy doctor. Did you recognize him? Donnie! It's Donnie! I love Donnie! Yeah, I don't like Donnie here. (laughs) (laughs) He's so creepy. (laughs) And how creepy this doctor's office is set up where the curtain covers... Like, we don't need to see the upper torso at all. That's No, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. The doctor is here to see Mm -hmm. the lower part of you. Mm Mm-hmm. And... he, you know, you can talk to me. You can tell me things. No, it's not safe. And he says, you know, the commanders, they're probably, they're probably all sterile. Mm-hmm. And in her, uh, over voiceover, she says that st- you're not to use that word anymore. Mm-hmm. That there's nothing wrong with the men and it will be her, her fault if she can't get pregnant. And that's just, oh, it's just like the, you know, the Middle Ages when, you know, the queen couldn't bear a son and it was her fault yeah. if they have fem- if they have female babies. And it's just that refusing to acknowledge Science. scientific facts. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, and that's when he starts to offer. He's like, I can, I can help you. It'll be just be like a couple minutes. <laughs> and then we oh, still, we yeah. realize that's why he's got this wall of photos in his waiting room. Yeah, this doctor is uh, very successful at bringing about successful pregnancies. Uh, ooh. And so offered on the way back, she knows the ceremony is coming. And then she f- loses her mind into that carnival memory again. And she's just like she was worried about, she just fucking loses it. And just starts smashing the hell out of the glass and stuff. And, uh, yeah. Luckily, it's Nick driving and not some, like, scary person. Um, I don't know. Do you trust Nick? Well, I do because I know Max Lingella from other things. Mingela from other things and I like him mm-hmm. <laughs> but I don't know <laughs> I, d- I think so okay um, so Alfred uh, goes immediately to Serena and apologizes to her and she's just trying to get let out of her room <laughs> but Serena does not budge and um, so she gets ready she finally remembers she remembers she's got to use what she's got mm-hmm. and that's when she goes down to the commander's Oh no! Wait a minute. That's later. We yeah, yeah. Command first, book. first, because we have to go through the ceremony again. Mm-hmm. First, he breaks tradition. He like goes in first. He's supposed to wait to be called in. He's supposed to knock. Oh. Supposed to, everybody's supposed to be there already. So he has a personal connection with her. He invites her to Scrabble, and but later during the ceremony, he just can't perform. And then uh, we have the scene of uh, Serena trying to help him get ready to perform. But he wants nothing to do with it, which it's just like, what, what do you have? A, I mean, I mean, I hate to be crass. <laughs> what, why do you have a wife if like you don't accept like, I mean, well, obviously the crassness comes from accepting sex, but also like he does, he's not interested in her thoughts. He's not interested in her input on anything. Why does a commander need a wife just to take care of the child when the child is born from another woman? I don't know. I guess so. Uh, yeah, we'll 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 see some we'll see some uh, um, flashbacks of them. You'll get to know them a little better. Um, oh, good. Um, so later, it's Scrabble time. Offred is uh, kicking his ass, and he, she's like offering to throw it. And he's like, "Oh, I prefer a fair fight." Like, yeah, right, man. (laughs) You don't prefer a fair fight at all. And so, yeah, she asked about the the Latin saying, and he says it means don't let the bastards grind you down. And he recognizes it as something the previous Alfred said. And then he gets to talking about how she, like, hung herself. She found her life unbearable. So Alfred uses that to get out of her room. I need to give up, too. And so we see Alfred seeing the light of day. Nick smiles. Serena glowers as she's walking slowly out. And she says, Nolete te bastardes carborundorum, batches. So she still has fight in her. Yeah. That being uh, locked in a room for two weeks didn't break her. She's still gonna hashtag resist. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Which I will, I will, I will allow it. I, mean, <laughs> I, I just got to say, side note, personal preference. I just hate it with the whole bitches thing. I just hate it so much. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, I mean, I don't, I mean, yeah, I don't like it, but I like that it showed that 
she she still was yeah uh, her spirit wasn't broken right she was still fighting that's what I like not that yeah it is kind of uh, uh, not classy not uh, <laughs> un- uncouth <laughs> I don't know I, whenever somebody says it to me I'm like like hey bitches hey bitch I'm like I'm not a bitch what are you, <laughs> what yeah. are you calling me a bitch aren't I your friend. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, in this case, it's kind of like, it's, it's kind of like, um, I don't know, a fun little moment at the end. She's like, I'm just, she's not going to let the bastard grind her down. All right. All right. So she is not going to end up like the other offered. No way, man. Yeah. Hashtag resist. All right. So that was both those episodes. And the next two we're going to be talking about are called faithful and a woman's place. Oh, so is that a Serena centric episode? I actually have teases for you. I I found okay. it hard. It's like it's just not fun writing teases for Handmaid's Tale. <laughs> no. I'm like, oh my god, Lex is gonna lose his pants in the next. How does he lose his pants? <laughs> oh, you'll see. <laughs> no. Uh, so mine are. I mean, I already told you one of them is uh, we see flashbacks of Serena and Fred. And the beginnings of them at the beginnings of the of Gilead. Uh, Serena comes up with a new way to get what she wants. Uh, the commander keeps breaking the rules, and Alfred gets some good news. So there you go. Those are the teases. <laughs> mm, <okay>. Sorry, <laughs> but the thing is, in this situation, nothing can be good news. She got some good news. Okay. All right. Well, until right. until next time. Bye. Don't let the bastards grind you down. Okay. Under his high stuff. Ugh, okay. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs>